0: But we rock.
1: declined a trade of all things the audacity of them to decline a trade when they are like what two and ten and trying to save the season the audacity of these sorry motherfuckers I'm gonna be honest with y'all this wasn't a bad deal that was rejected now yes the Lakers would have had to give up one of their picks but they didn't have to give up both of their picks but at the same time, my nigga, I would do this deal under one circumstance. And that circumstance is the fact that I can trade Anthony Davis and get some first round picks for maybe, I don't know, the next couple of years or something. Right, right. So. The Los Angeles Lakers declined the New York Knicks offer of Derrick Rose, Cam Reddish, and Evan Fournier for Russell Westbrook in a first-round pick. Now, here's the thing. This trade could have worked for L.A. As long as Derrick Rose don't share any time with LeBron James on the floor, I think that could have worked with D. Rose coming off the bench with, uh, you know, the Max Christie's, the Austin Reeves' is and all that shit, right? So, my thing is, right, Cam Reddish to the Lakers? I would've took Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish, I'ma tell y'all, Cam Reddish is as good as a first-round pick. And then, those two coming off the bench for the fake show? I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. That's tough to turn down. Evan Fournier, this is a guy that can shoot threes. Hello? You know? This is a guy that can shoot threes. So, what the fuck is y'all talking about? What is y'all saying? I mean, I want to to turn this down. I'm not going to hold you. Because Cam Reddish is worth a first-round pick. With his potential of talent, he could have been the future of Los Angeles. In my book, I think that that could have worked out for real, for real. I don't know, man. Rob is not really a good GM, bro, and this is starting to show that you mortgaged your whole entire future and a possible dynasty for a cheap chicken wing, Mickey Mouse championship that nobody respects. No real hoop head respects that 20 uh 20 championship. Nobody that really lives, eats and breathes and shits hoops, that studied the legends, respect that championship. None of the legends respect that championship because these niggas had a full 4 months off, bro. And we're practicing ahead of time. But yeah, I would have took that. Okay. The Golden State Warriors are willing to listen to trade offers for Draymond Green. Good. Here's why. I feel like this man ruined the chemistry of this team with that incident. And the cracks are showing that the Warriors are not in sync like they normally are. Because usually... The Warriors will be shooting shit up early on. They always get, like, a a great start to the season. And it seems like Stephen Curry has to do a whole lot more because, quite frankly, Draymond Green is an offensive liability. Everybody talks about his intangibles, but they don't talk about him as an individual. They talk about intangibles, intangibles. He can pass. He can set up the offense. He's the emotional leader. Fuck out my face with that dumb shit, bro. In all reality, Draymond Green is older. His offense is Ben Simmons level. His passing is still there. His rebounding is has declined. Draymond Green used to average 8-9 rebounds. Hell, he used to average 11 rebounds. At one point, he used to average a double-double. Now this man can't even grab six, seven rebounds anymore. The passing is there. That's the only thing that he has. The jump shot's gone. The finishing ability is not consistent. Those are all the signs that you need to trade this man. And he doesn't mind leaving because, first of all, Golden State's not going to pay him what he thinks he's worth. And he's not worth a third of what he's asking for. The one team that wants him is the Los Angeles Lakers. Him and Braun are besties. You know what I'm saying? They have a cute little uh, situationship. You know what I'm saying? And him going over to the Lakers would help more than him helping him in Golden State right now. I think if Draymond Green gets traded, Jordan Poole will get his confidence back. You want to know why? Because to him, that'll prove that the organization cares about him, and actually values him. You know what I'm saying? Because Jordan Poole doesn't think that Golden State valued him after that situation because they took Draymond's side. They didn't suspend him. They didn't fine him. The locker room ain't the same. And then not to mention, they did lose a lot of uh, components from their championship team, I mean, they lost, uh, Damian Lee, who's playing well in Phoenix right now, who's playing awesome in Phoenix right now, they lost Gary Payton Jr., who hasn't yet, who has yet to play this season, A 3-and-B guy like Peyton Jr.? Jeez. I tell you, boy, I tell you. It's a very interesting choice. But I feel like they should definitely listen and listen really good on these offers for Draymond Green. Because like I said, the Lakers is the only team that's going to take them. And the million-dollar question is, what are you getting back from the Lakers? I will figure that out on a future show. I didn't think to even try Draymond Green on the trade machine because I don't think he's worth trying on the trade machine. to get Max Struss in a Jake Crowder trade. <laughs> you remember in Friday y'all remember Friday when Smokey's Smokey Mama gave him a dollar to go grocery shopping for her and said, make it work. That's what the, the Phoenix Suns are telling Miami for this Max Struss Jay Crowder trade gonna need a little bit more than that baby boy gonna need a little bit more that trade that trade straight up is not it that's not it yo that ain't it y'all really think that's gonna happen straight up Max Strews is a problem you gotta trade some parts to get this motherfucker how about this Uh, uh Jay Crowder Landry Shaman and either a first-round pick or, or Dario Saric for Matt Struz. That sounds like a deal that worked right there. And some people may think I'm overvaluing Struz, but Struz, Struz is a problem. And that's a deal that Phoenix, I mean that Miami would accept right there. Because you get Crowder, you get Sarich, and you get Shaman. Those are guys that all can shoot the ball. Well, I think that's more of a fair um deal for uh the boy. So I think that you need to add a little bit more uh, seasoning to this motherfucking deal right here, Playboy. Because that ain't it. But here's the thing, right? Okay. Now what Miami needs to do, is talk to the Lakers about Russell Westbrook like I've been telling them. Obviously, I explained on what every trade, every team needs to make that maybe Russell Westbrook could be the solution in Miami. So, moving on, moving on, right? The Los Angeles Lakers front office doesn't believe that Buddy Heald and Miles Turner make them contenders. Damn. shit, man. Listen. I told you that. I told y'all. Buddy Hill has never been to the playoffs. So that would mean that he's never been in a pressure situation. Buddy Hill hits all these three-pointers on weak-ass teams, and his stats look great. But when you put him on a team where you're running a system to where... You're under somebody else's control, you're not the same player. Buddy Hill would have to change his game, of course. He would just be a standstill, come off screen three point shooter. When Hill is technically an off the dribbler, the off the dribble three point shooter. Miles Turner has made appearances in the playoffs, but always either got swept or lost in five or seven. I apologize in seven, but shit, man, my thoughts about this is, all right now, yeah, because uh, this is a valid source too, this is Chris Haynes, this is LeBron. This is, a, this is a this is another LeBron, LeBron slurper, uh, a LeBron popsicle goblin here, so you know it's true, like, you got two guys that haven't had playoff success, and you're going to add them to a team that's already 2-10. and ten.
0: <laughs>
1: Buddy Hill will feel fit, fit, right at home, but Miles Turner wouldn't get the opportunity that he thinks he's going to get, because he all on podcast talking about, oh yeah, the Los Angeles Lakers should look at me. and quit on the season. I mean, you can't tank because you'd be tanking for another team. You understand? Either die gracefully or die slowly. The decision is yours, Rob Palenka. And they gave him an extension, y'all. I would have fired Rob Palinka, But don't be surprised. If, if they fire him, even with the extension, <laughs> Rob Palenka paid, regardless. The boy is booked and paid for, regardless if he finishes his tenure or not. So Rob Palenka will be laughing to the bank, even if they decide to let him go. But him and Jeannie Buss have fucked this team up. And LeBron James, can't forget him. Now, now speaking of New Orleans... Now, Pelicans GM David Griffin, who originally drafted Kyrie Irving, says that if the Nets want to trade Kyrie Irving, come to death row. And the Pelicans. Hmm. Now, here's the thing. For all y'all that's saying, that CJ CJ, right? I found out this morning that the Pelicans can't trade CJ. You want to know why? They can't trade CJ McCollum because he, that extension is too new. And that deal is too new. So they can't trade CJ for six months. So he's he's stuck there. Meanwhile, however... One person that could be traded is Jonas. Now I love Jonas. Jonas is a great fit for that New Orleans team because he he uh, brings brass. He can rebound. He stays in front of people, not guards, but guys his size, basically. The man can score inside and outside. He's kind of like Nikola Vucevic. But bigger. So that would be. So, my thoughts of a possible trade that they can give the Brooklyn Nets is Jonas Valley and Shunas, Kyra Lewis Jr., Devontae Graham, Garrett Temple, and two first round picks for Kyrie Irving. Now, you don't have to give up the Lakers pick. That Lakers pick is as good as gold. See, the Lakers are so bad, they might fuck around and get the number one overall pick for New Orleans. They're that bad. They are that tra- much of trash. Ain't that sad, y'all? <laughs> Jada Kiss laugh. But I think Kyrie Irving, C.J. McCollum, um, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson. And, I mean, that center spot's open. It's possible that Jackson Hayes or Willie Hernan Gomez moves in to that five spot. Or they could play a faster game with Larry Nance Jr. at five. Even though they won't be able to block no shots, for real. But it'll be Lob City all over again. Can you imagine Kyrie and Ingram and Zion on the same team? My goodness. Shea Gilgis Alexander is frustrated with losing in the direction of the OKC Thunder. Yeah, this is the war, you know, in the great words of R. Kelly. This is a warning. Someone's gonna take your man. Put them all in his plan. This is a warning. I'm telling you. Nigga, please. Yeah, they talking, you know, I, 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 you know, posted this and niggas was talking all this shit. They're not going to trade them. They're not going to trade them. OKC has the infinity Stones. First of all, OKC can go ahead and build them a team full of bets, young players and all that. They have a hundred thousand picks. So, Shea Gilgis-Alexander and four picks for a bunch of players can't happen? Yeah, man, okay. Okay, nigger. (laughs) I mean, Gilgis-Alexander is right for being upset. I get that. When you come into the game, you want to win. And you want to win now. So, yeah. OKC has the assets to go ahead and build a team around Josh Giddey and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And I think Chet Holmgren is going to be the guy that comes in and gets OKC going. Long as he's healthy, I really hope that kid don't turn into Sam Bowie, but he won't be the first,
0: uh,
1: number one overall pick to miss a whole season, or first round top five pick, whatever the case, that misses a whole season and still doesn't turn out to be a star player. I think Shea Gilgis Alexander just gotta be patient, man. That's my only solution for him. I think OKC is gonna be good. About two, three years. He just gotta wait it out. When does Shea gilgis Alexander's contract end? Let me find out. Oh my God, so he just signed a five-year deal. My goodness. Oh yeah, they might be right on this one. That nigga might be stuck. Yeah, patience, young man, patience. Even though this gruntle superstar alert rubs hands like bird man, what team could use this guy? I mean, it's a lot of teams that could. Damian Lillard, I know this has been reported before, but um, I've heard this story before that Damian Lillard believes that the Blazers can get Kevin Durant. Nigga, what? Nigga, who? Dang, I love you, but give up hope. Dreams are for suckers. You got a great future. You got a great future. Jeremy Grant's busting thirty points. A lot. Shaden Sharp has the potential to be a star player. Anthony Simons is a star player. Not a superstar, but a star. He's a star. Joseph Nurkic is a solid big man, if healthy.
0: What they may to need to do is...
1: What they may need to do is... uh, Invest in a backup center. Or to draft the center next draft, but what are you going to trade, you're going to trade your future for KD, who's 35, 36 years old, I know you want to win a chip, man, you guys are doing well right now. You're not championship contenders, but maybe you're in in between pretender and contender. But not championship. It's gonna take a minute. The Bucks are looking for trades for either Jay Crowder or Eric Gordon. I don't see why not. I mean, Grayson Allen is on the block, so. I mean, a Grayson Allen for Jay Crowder deal is not bad. A Jason, uh, 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 Grayson Allen for uh Air Gordon trade is not bad either. Because they're putting him on the block on that team. And I think that that is Grayson Allen's worth. No disrespect. The Bucks are loaded. They have the potential. I mean, they're always a championship contender every year long as you got Giannis Antetokounmpo. Should the Detroit Pistons tank for a victor? Mm, that's a tough decision, and that's a very tough question to answer right now. I don't know, bro. That's difficult. I mean, the Pistons are one of the worst teams in the East. They don't play no defense, and their coach, I mean, Dwayne Casey just doesn't fit the group of players that are, you know? Dwayne Casey wants them to play half court when this group of players that Troy Weaver drafted are fast break. Like a, a, a younger voice. M.A. Udoka. <laughs> this should try to snatch Udoka. I don't see why not. I mean, we got Udoka who is in a worse situation. You know how Detroit is? We take all the underdogs, we take all the motherfuckers with a fucked up story and we put them around each other, and we win championships. We haven't done that motherfucker in a long-ass time, and we have two guys who can be star players in this league in Kay Cunningham and Jaden Ivey. And I love Sadiq Bay. Bohan Bogdanovich, so I don't know, I don't see why not we should thank for when Benyema, ben or whatever the fuck you pronounce his name, I'm gonna call that, that man Victor, okay The Nets will go to the next level. Now, last night is no different. Kevin Durant, 27 points, another day at the office for that guy. Nick Claxton had 13 points and 14 rebounds. Steph Curry had 22 points. Give him. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. I'm tired of y'all. I'm tired of y'all. When y'all gonna stop giving this light-skinned bitch passes? When you gonna stop giving this red bone bitch passes? He not built for it. He's not built for this shit. Ben Simmons not built for this shit. He not built for this shit. I'm tired of y'all. Out of y'all. The Nets riding this wave and shit of success, and this bitch can't score. He can't even get 10 assists anymore. He can't get rebounds anymore. This kick this nigga off the team, bro. Buy this nigga. This nigga should be out the league. He's a disgrace. He's a disgrace to anybody that puts on an NBA uniform and makes money. I'm sorry, but not sorry. I don't give a fuck what y'all say about me. This dude, if you if you a hooper that has hoop dreams, right? Who want to play in the fucking NBA, right? And you see this bitch-ass nigga making $35 million, scoring two motherfucking points. You'll be mad, right? If you nice- At basketball I'm not nice at basketball But as a fan who grew up Watching the game Loving the game And hard work and determination And all that other shit That I watch these NBA players put in work This is why I'm hard on Ben Simmons y'all I'm sick of it I'm sick of this shit you mm-hmm. Wizards beat the Utah Jazz, the little engines that could, 121-112, to 112. hey, Washington's good, bro, I'm not going to hold y'all, I told y'all, Washington has play-in potential, I think they can make the play-in game and make these very interesting, but the Jazz got the usual production from the usual suspects, I mean, marketing. about that boy, Horton Tucker. the party, he's finally arrived ladies and gentlemen, it took him a while though, I thought that he would just be like a three point specialist, but Kispert got a little bit of game, man. he made both his threes, so that makes sense, but it looks like Kispert went into his bag yesterday, I got him, nigga! Grocery bag! <laughs> that's a big win for Washington. I believe, man. That's a big win. Okay, we got the Indiana Pacers beating the Toronto Raptors. This is an upset, low-key. 116 to 124. Oh, 118 to 104. I'm sorry. But, man, OG Ananobi, he's been balling. He's been balling out of control this year. 26 points. Thaddeus Young, old ass. How old is this man? He got to be, like, 39 years old. I remember him on, like, old ass 2Ks and shit. Thad Young is the ultimate veteran basketball player. Yeah, Ben Simmons, take notes, nigga. Yes, Thaddeus Young is better than Ben Simmons. I said it. I'm going to fuck. Now, built for this shit, man. Chris Boucher, 19 points off the bench. Banton, 14 points. Who is this Banton guy? I keep seeing him. Huh? Delano Banton. Oh, he's from Toronto. Oh, that's Buddy with the Braves. That's, who that, that's what that kid's name is. I thought his name was something else. So he already got a year under his belt. Yeah, he definitely looked like, and I'm gonna miss everybody, and I'm gonna miss everybody. Tyrese Halliburton had eight points, 15 assists, but he healed 22 points. Miles Turner, 19 points, 10 rebounds. Jalen Smith, I knew Jalen Smith was gonna eventually break out. That was a good pick by Phoenix. It's a shame that they had to let him go for absolutely nothing. They had to let that man go for absolutely nothing, bro. And that sucks. Benedict Matherin, 15 points. Yeah, man, well-balanced attack from Indiana. I mean, I ain't going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you up, right? If they can keep this Indiana core together, they could be winning in a year or two. Because, I mean, I think Tyrese Halliburton can ascend to be a star in this league. You know, that point guard that's averaging, you know, 19 and 11 like old Chris Paul numbers and shit. I think that, old boy got that potential. Cause I like Tyrese. Next game we got the Celtics and the Pistons. At least the Pistons put up a fight even though Jalen Brown did not play. But Tatum went for 43 and 10. The Pistons are a team with a lot of potential, but they don't have nobody on that team that can stop a super nigga like Tatum. And when I say super niggas, I mean guys that it's hard to guard one-on-one. Jason Tatum is a super nigga. Kevin Durant is a super nigga. You know what I'm saying? Luka Dodge is a super nigga. Giannis Antetokounmpo Negro is a super nigga. You know what I'm saying? super niggas. Dun, 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 dun. Jimmy Butler on some nights. Well, playoff Jimmy Butler. Let me take that back. Playoff Jimmy Butler is a super nigga. Grant Williams, 19 points, 10 rebounds. Hmm. I'm not going to lie, y'all. This nigga might be top 100 the way he playing this season. Because I've seen him score a lot of points off the bench this year. Maybe we were wrong for joking about him earlier this season. Yeah, he might be number motherfucking 100. Marcus Smart, 18 points, 10, uh, 10 assists. Jaden Ivey, 26 points. Bohan Bogdanovich, 28 points. This man. Oh my God. This motherfucker shot made seven three pointers, y'all. Is this true? Hold on. Let me make sure I got this right. Oh, he was 0 for 6 from 3. Never mind. But he still had 28. Damn, I'm glad I didn't bet him for threes during uh, 12 rebounds off the bench. But, I respect the Pistons for fighting, but you gotta get the win, big dog. And the 76ers, they look like they're coming back slowly, but surely, they're clawing out of the dirt, because they beat Atlanta. This was a big game for uh, Philadelphia to win. DeJounte Murray had 23 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Trey Young had 27 points and 11 assists. Clint Capella had 14 points and 15 rebounds. The bench production was kind of light. A.J. Griffin, 9 points. Joel Embiid is back. It's about fucking time that this nigga got some nuts about himself. Check this out. 42 points. 10 rebounds, 6 assists. This man can bust 30 and, and, and 10 every night, bro. This man is a top 10 player in this league, man. And last night showed it. Embiid just gotta got stop being lazy sometimes. He has those moments where he wants to jack three pointers up. Put in some work. Milton had 11 points off the bench. y'all niggas man I told you they needed Christian Wood Christian Wood is the X Factor on the Dallas Mavericks damn they didn't play JaVel McGee that's crazy but still shout out to Dallas New Orleans Pelicans beat the fuck out of the Rockets 119 to 106. So we got Jalen Green with 33 points. Kevin Porter Jr. 23 points. That backcourt, that that backcourt's underrated, in my opinion. Eric Gordon 15 points. Jabari Smith Jr. had nine points and 15 rebounds. That's better. That's better production. But we got Brandon Ingram, 20 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Zion Williamson, 26 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists. Larry Nance Jr., 22 points and 9 rebounds. Hmm. I'm guessing that lineup with uh, Zion and uh, Larry Nance that I was talking about earlier might work, huh? That nigga, man. But all in all, that's my show. This is King Known Uncensored with the straight NBA talk, and I'm